Welcome to Black Belt Beauty Radio, a podcast fueled by a passion to support your journey in developing your most beautiful and optimal performance in life. Each episode is driven with the intention to elevate your mind. When we elevate our mind, we elevate our life. So get ready. It's time to rise. Hey, what's up, you guys? Welcome back to another episode of Black Belt Beauty Radio. Today's solo sode is a hot topic. It's one of my favorite subjects to speak on, and I know it's one that my community loves to hear me tease out. I want to talk about self-confidence, and specifically, I want to give you five of my power moves that help to develop self-confidence. Self-confidence is literally, you know, it's it's what I believe so, so many individuals around the world look at as a requirement to create success, whatever success means to you. I think everybody connects the dot between success and self-confidence. Why? Because that self-confidence piece is going to fuel our process to create a life that, you know, we want to be experiencing, right? Which is going to require, you know, trust, skill, boldness, and, you know, a lot of um, just really this energy that keeps you driving forward to accomplish your goals, to actualize your vision, right? Because if you think about if you're someone who's lacking self-confidence, you're likely going to play small, you're going to make excuses, you're going to not put yourself out there, you're not going to take chances and bet on yourself, um, you're going to lack boundaries, that's never going to be a good thing, you know, and the list goes on and on. So I felt very inspired to share with you five of my personal power moves that have helped me to develop my self-confidence throughout my life and will hopefully do the same for you. So number one, self-honesty. Self-honesty. Self-honesty, like it's literally, to me, the most important piece here. If you're not being honest with yourself, how are you going to develop yourself? like your true self, right? This is why the authentic self, this is one reason why talking about the authentic self is a core subject of mine. It's a, it's a core topic of mine because, um, and I'm going to differentiate, I'm going to, I'm going to put authentic self over here and I'm going to place self-honesty over, over here, right? They, they really go hand in hand, right? Your authentic self is someone, it's this expression of you that's always honest, Right. But I just want to kind of live in this conversation of self-honesty, and I'll give you some examples. If you're in a place where developing yourself matters to you, you cannot make any kind of gains or growth if you're not having honest evaluation of yourself, right? Yourself meaning, you know, your behaviors, your habits, um, you know, even deeper in the layers of your psychology, like what's your self-talk like? You know, what are these sort of pr- programs and scripts that go on, you know, in your mind throughout the day? You know, uh, your actions, certainly your commitments. You you have to be willing to look at yourself with absolute honesty. You know, and this is why I love to talk about being the student of self. You know, this is this is fundamental to anything self-mastery related, you know, and certainly self-actualization. You know, you're never going to live from your greatest self if you're not 
honestly looking at yourself to know where you need to make improvements, right? And the other piece to self-honesty that's so important is it's it's an expression of respect. It's not always going to feel good. You might be evaluating yourself in a very specific situation where you're not proud of how you showed up in that moment. Um, you might be evaluating yourself and, you know, there's certain things going on in your psychology at the moment that just don't feel good, you know, and, but you, you're looking at yourself honestly and, and you're getting this assessment and that is a form of respect. I mean, if you think about any of your relationships, you know, and the relationships that are really healthy and, you know, fueled with real love. Well, underneath that love, like what's fueling that love is respect. You're likely going to feel a lot of respect for that individual and you are going to feel very respected by the individual. I would say like love, real love, real love that goes a distance is fueled by respect. Even if it's romantic, the, the love can change, you know, meaning like you can become friends, but if respect was there the whole time and stays intact, that love will go the distance, even if it turns into a friendship, right? Just all of that is putting emphasis on, you know, the the honesty piece and how it really does support, you know, your, your levels of self-respect as well. So that's huge. And you think about, you know, someone who's really operating with self-confidence, you absolutely, absolutely have to, you know, you're going to have stronger levels of self-respect that also then put you in this position of self-ownership, right? And I'm not saying you're killing it necessarily in every area of your life where you just feel like overly confident in every area. I'm simply saying a power move. So number one, power move to fortify your self-confidence is to be operating full-time with self-honesty. Like it or not, hurts, anything of that sort, disappointing, frustrated, whatever, it doesn't matter. You're going to be honest with yourself and that honesty piece is going to support your self-confidence. And to just throw in the authenticity piece really quick before I move on to the next one, you know, I often say when I go on talks or I've certainly said it on on, on my show here, but my personal self-confidence, absolutely you could tie it back to, you know, a lot of the challenges that I've conquered, the, you know, um, you know, me betting on myself, like just, you know, really going for it in my life. Absolutely. I would say that's about 40% of where my self-confidence has been developed. The 60% is because I've been devoted to my authentic self the whole fucking time. And that has, it's not always easy to do. There's, you know, um, it can be really uncomfortable in many situations to do that, to be devoted to your authentic self. However, I can honestly say, I can look back and go, you've been you the whole time. Like you've been loyal to you, even at times where it presented a lot of issues, you know, as a result of it, but you still chose to be honest to your heart, to your authentic self. And that to me has developed a lot of self-confidence because it's me always saying yes to me. And when you're saying yes to you, again, what am I also saying? I'm saying, hey, I respect you. I see you. I hear you. You know, I'm I'm not turning my back on you, right? So it's so, it's such a fucking fundamental piece, in my opinion, to fortifying your self-confidence. 
So let's move on to number two. Number two, preparation. This is a big one. So (laughs) self-confidence is you being confident in your capabilities, right? It's you being confident in who you are. It it does connect with self-esteem, but I think it actually carries more over towards your ability to be in the act of something, you know? And one of the greatest ways to feel confident in yourself if you, you know, are, are moving into action in something is to prepare yourself for it. What does that mean? It means a lot of things. It depends on what you are getting yourself involved with. But ultimately, the big takeaway is that you need to be competent. You need, you know, you need to feel that you have the skills that, and I'm not talking about perfection. I'm just saying, you know, it's you doing the work. It's putting the reps in for you to feel like you have enough of what it takes to move into that action powerfully, you know? And then knowing that, you know, the more repetitions, the more you do that, you will only get stronger and better at it, right? Because self-confidence, you know, confidence is really, it's an action, right? And you have to put yourself into action to really be able to embody this attribute, right? So, you know, it's the, the quote, competence creates confidence, and it's very true. So the more that you, you know, develop your skills and the more that you put in the work and the repetition, you know, uh, that's required to develop, you know, whatever it is within you that needs to be developed for you to be prepared to move into action powerfully, that's what you got to do. So the next one might sound like it opposes the one that I just shared, which is, you know, preparing and doing the repetition and, you know, all of that stuff competence to create confidence, but it doesn't actually oppose the last one. It's just in some situations, you are not going to have that opportunity to, you know, have the time to put the reps and to get super prepared. And what does that mean? That you just don't do the thing? No, no. The next one is you bet on your fucking self. You bet on yourself when you feel that, you know, you need to move towards this experience, you need to take action. And even if it's a circumstance where you haven't fully been able to prepare yourself or you're a novice in it or whatever, you go for it. You know, you go for it. You know, one of the greatest examples of my personal life was, um, you know, when I moved to New York City, this is so many, so many years ago. And, and really this comes down to like listening to your intuition, right? Building the self-trust piece. I got to New York. It was, you know, the very first time I'd ever been there. And I felt it that literally I it's like a memory that I'll never forget visually, even just walking those streets for the first time in my life and knowing I had to fucking live there. It was a, it was a fuck yes, undeniable feeling. And the feeling would only strengthen as I, you know, stayed for whatever it was like 10 days. And I'll never forget, you know, flying home to Hawaii and writing in my journal. It's all documented. And I said, I'm moving here in a month. And I didn't know how the fuck I was going to do that. I didn't know what I was going to do. I just knew that it's what I had to do. And one month later, exactly 
and it's again in my journal. This is why one of the me- you know million reasons why I'm always talking about journaling. I moved to New York and I would end up living there for like five years or something like that. You know, it's forever home. It's a long time ago. But but the point is, is that I bet on myself, you know, and it was the best decision. It wasn't an easy one. And it wasn't easy when I got there. Not at all. But so much of who I am, and when I say who I am, I mean my character, in addition to the skills that I've acquired, you know, my work ethic, so much of this comes from my life living in New York City because it was straight up gangster mode <laughs> the whole way through. You know what I mean? And I loved it. You know, um, it was certainly it was cer- certainly supposed to happen for me. But bringing it all back to the self confidence piece and betting on yourself, you know, that was that was me not being able to super prepare and have this whole big plan. And you know, and and some people, you know, you know, that would be very difficult. You know, like especially moving to a city like New York, you know, New York City, Manhattan. It's like, ooh, it's, it's a serious place, you know? You want to have your shit together. Well, I didn't have my shit together out here, but in here, I knew I had my shit together. This is where you might have heard me talk about be, you are the proof in the moment. So even though I didn't have the external all set up and, you know, making it feel very comfortable for me internally, first of all, my intuition was so strong. I, I felt it. But I also knew that I'm capable. I just felt it. I knew, you know, I knew that whatever I needed to figure out, I was capable to figuring it out. And I did, you know, and that that entire experience, which is a big chunk of my life, again, it's developed me in more ways than even my self-confidence, but it absolutely has played a huge role in the development of my self-confidence. So just recapping that one, it's betting on yourself. You know, it's it's taking action in the face of uncertainty, reminding yourself that, well, I don't have proof out here, or this is on all set up out here. I'm the proof that I need. And everything inside of me is set up for me to take this next step forward. And I'll figure out how to take the step forward after that. You know, I mean, right there, you can just hear self-confidence being built. So that's a big, big one for me. Next one, integrity, being of your word, right? So if I say I'm going to do something, I fucking do it. Unless I completely lose interest in it, right? Then I have full permission to let it go, right? I don't need to grip and try and force something that genuinely doesn't feel like a a want or a need for me anymore. Um, If I commit myself to somebody and it is important there's no way I'm falling through. Like, no fucking way. And in addition to that, you know, just kind of, you know, teasing out integrity a bit more and how it really connects to self-confidence is, you know, it's also the standard of my behaviors and my, you know, how I show up. And that personally matters to me big time. You know, it's it's something, it's a core value of mine. So the connection between integrity and self-confidence is it's major. It's a huge connection. If you're lacking integrity, you're certainly not going to be operating at high levels of self-confidence because the integrity piece helps to develop your self-respect and it helps to develop your self-worth. You know, self-respect, self-worth is going to put you into situations in life that's going to help you develop your self-confidence, right? You're going to operate with more boldness. You're going to, you know, put yourself out there more. You're going to you're going to 
try and you're going to go for things in your life that are important to you because you feel worthy of, like I always say, you feel worthy of the battle and the victory, right? Um, you respect yourself enough to at least give you know, effort to the situation, right? And all of that is going to fuel your self-confidence. So integrity is a huge piece. And if you just want to keep it simple, I mean, it's certainly not just this definition because integrity is like, man, there's so much that lives in this in this attribute. It's it's incredible. But if you want to narrow it down to, you know, be of your word, great. Narrow it down to that. Start there. Be of your fucking word and not just for others. Absolutely. You know, like don't just say things to people and then not stand in your word and your commitment. That there's nothing sexy about being flimsy. That's horrible. And what it says to not only an individual, but what it's saying to yourself, even if you're not consciously bothered by it initially, oh, trust me, it is going into your subconscious and it is telling your self-identity something about you. It is informing a very disempowering you know, conversation about you to your self-identity. It's not how you want to operate. You want to be the individual that you know values your words, that lives up to you know, the, the words that you share, your commitments, right? And again, this is also important because it's going to develop self-trust, right? You can believe yourself. If you say you're going to do something, you fucking do it. You know, if it takes longer to do the thing, you know, maybe it's a goal or whatever and you set the deadline, um, but and it matters to you. Okay, if you didn't hit it that week, you don't stop though. You said you're going to do it and you're going to do it. You know, something got in the way. Cool, you pick yourself back up. You keep going and you get to the finish line. All of that is going to fortify your self-confidence, right? It's always good to zoom out because you always you want to zoom out at yourself. Be a student of self. Be the student of self, like I always say, right? And when you can zoom out and you can see your MO, you know, like how, all the stuff that I'm sharing with you, you know, your self-honesty, um, operating from your authentic self, um, betting on yourself in the face of uncertainty, you know, preparing, putting the reps in, you know, drilling down, you know, becoming competent, um, you know, being of your word. All of this is information that absolutely expands and fortifies your self-confidence. So that's another, you know, power move. The final one, man, the final one is so fucking big. Taking excellent care of your health. I'm like, where do I even start with this one? You know, my longtime listeners, viewers, you know, you know, health, vitality specifically is always a part of the conversation with me. I'm a very holistic woman. Your biology and your psychology fuel each other. They are not separate, right? You want to feel your best. You want to perform your best. You want to look your best. Well, guess what? That's all one thing fueling each other, right? So the this piece to fueling your self-confidence, I mean, the easy route to kind of illustrate this is to, to look at, you know, if you're not taking great care of your health and how that could be affecting your self-confidence. Probably not feeling fucking great, you know? Your frequency is going to be lower, right? You're going to have more negative thoughts, more negative scripts going on. Because when there's more toxins living within you, like 
it, it just, whether it's coming from your food or whatever it is. I'm not here to judge. I'm certainly not judging anybody. Um, I'm just stating, I'll, I'll, let me point it back to me. Put it on me. In my 20s, <laughs> the notorious 20s, a couple of decades ago, you know, there were se- certain segments of my 20s where I certainly wasn't living in my optimal state of health, you know? Um, you know, whether it was, you know, because of my, I was staying up all night and, you know, I threw parties for a living or whatever the circumstance, 20s, you know, I wasn't eating the best maybe at that time. I wasn't eating garbage, but just knowing what like real optimal fuel is for me now, you know, there would be moments where I'd kind of, you know, dip in and out and I can clearly tell you, you know, and relationships even, oh my goodness, I can tell you right now that all of that was dampering my vitality. And that was certainly not perpetuating more self-confidence, right? So why is this so important? Well, besides what I just shared with you, but let's look at now when you are operating with more vitality, you're going to be more clear thinking. You are going to have a higher frequency, you know, your thoughts and you're going to be more optimistic, you know, and all of that right there, I'm not even done yet, but all of that is going to put you into actions that are going to support your self-confidence. Let's talk about, you know, how it affects your body composition. You know, you're going to, if you're, if you're taking care of your health, then you're, you know, likely moving exercising and whatever that looks like for you and whatever, but you're doing it and you're doing it consistently. You know, your nutrition matters to you. Your sleep matters to you. The information from individuals, whether it's your relationships or the books you read or the shows you watch, whatever, all of that matters to you because it's all being, it's information that you are ingesting. You're ingesting in your consciousness. You're ingesting in your fucking subconsciousness. You're ingesting in your cells. And all of that plays a massive role on your self-confidence, whether you realize it or not. It's going to affect, you know, again, you're like your body composition, right? So optimal body composition is absolutely being affected by your health habits or lack thereof. And when you don't feel good in your body, and I've been there, I've been injured, you know, Decades ago, I injured three knee surgeries back to back, gained all this weight. And at the time, you know, that's when I was eating the American diet. You know, I was a teenager, Taco Bell, fucking loved it. It was horrible though. You know, I'd gained all this weight and fortunately my body can, you know, I I carry it all over and, but it still wasn't my optimal state of health. I knew that it wasn't my optimal body composition and all of that was bringing me down. I wouldn't really even know it until I started to shift and make, you know, bring in real healthy habits that would inevitably shift me, you know, for the rest of my life, you know, and and certainly make me a geek in all areas of nutrigenomics and neuroscience and all this stuff. But the point is, is that I can tell you firsthand, you know, that the difference in my attitude, in my perspective, in my energy, all because of, you know, the, from the different experiences of my my health and, and my habits that were, um, you know, supporting my health, right? And I can also connect the dots in these certain situations in my life where my self-confidence, I can see where it got stronger, where it became more fortified. And I can see all the reasons why. 
Because again, it's this whole holistic piece. It's how I was feeling internally. And then how I was feeling was also influencing, you know, my, my, the activities that I was doing. And that was influencing how I was, you know, started to make changes in my body. And, and I, and that started to feel fucking great. And on top of all of that, it was affecting how I was just showing up and performing in every area of my life. And all of that affected my self-confidence and continues to. So, I mean, do we need one more reason to be healthier, to participate in the activities that are going to, and for me, it's not just about being baseline healthy. Like, oh, let me just avoid getting sick. Fuck that. I'm here to live long and strong. This is where my tagline, age like a badass, comes into play because we want vitality. We want to be we want to be in our most potent magnetic self. And that is not just baseline health. And I say this with love because there could be a lot of you out there right now listening who have, you know, health issues that, you know, are out of your control right now, right? It's not like it's, you know, I'll just leave it and keep it simple and just hold so much love and compassion for you. And I truly mean that. You know, when I had my knee surgeries, that was fucking hard. I was an athlete. I was used to moving around all the time. I was, and now I'm like back to back, you know, just no mobility in my knee. And it was a mess. However, for me, it ends up being the catalyst that would change my life for the better forever. So I can actually look back and say, you know what? That sucked, but I'm grateful for it. Um, but let's just to to bring this to a close here on this, on this last power move to support your self-confidence. I just, I want to encourage you, you know, to look at, yourself right now and your life from the student lens and just ask yourself like where out of, you know, so let's recap this self-honesty. Where are you not being honest with yourself? Number two, uh, and also like where are you maybe not being as loyal and devoted to your authentic self? Uh, Number two, preparation. Where could you be putting in more repetition and, you know, advancing your skills and getting more competent in an area that you want to be more confident in. Number three, where could you be betting on yourself more? Where could you be, be you know, where can you be taking more bold action in the face of uncertainty, trusting and listening to your intuition and, you know, feeling confident that you're the proof and that, you know, just taking this next step forward is all you need to do for the time being. And the next step after that will present itself and that you're capable of, you know, moving through that next phase powerfully. Um, Being of your word, integrity, you know, having your word and your actions be in alignment. It's huge. And then the final one is, you know, to be, to, to operate within your best ability full time to, Keep your health, your vitality strong, fortified, you know, throughout your life. These are my five power moves for you that will undoubtedly help you to develop your self-confidence. By the way, no period at the end of fucking any of these sentences, like meaning in each of these five, this is a life game, right? So it's like you want to constantly be evaluating and investing in each of these areas to make sure that you're keeping up to them um, and that you are keeping them strong and active in your life, right? And I always say like journaling, 
you know, in this evaluation of self, this introspective work of you and your life, like turn to your journal. I have a beautiful guided and illustrated self-actualization journal. You are the path. Link is in the show notes. It's so gorgeous. It's an absolute experience. It's a journaling book uh, that could also be great for you, you know, to do this self-work. But in any event, I just want you to turn to this journal portal, you know, it's like a programming portal, healthy programming, and ask yourself these questions and allow yourself the space to answer them with freedom uh, and allow yourself the space to freely, you know, do the deep diving work, answer these questions, and then you get to decide, you know, what needs to happen after that? What are the actions that you need to take, you know? So yeah, that's what I got for you. I hope that this one really hit home in your hearts. And, you know, if there is anything that you know that you need to work on, that you do it with compassion, that you do it with love, and that you do it with respect. Because I'm going to tell you right now, you know, none of this work is um, really sexy, certainly not flashy and you know, for me personally, I think it's it's always a, a powerful experience, but I know that it's not easy is what I'm trying to say, you know, and your willingness, your determination, your devotion to doing this self-work is something that I want to honor right now. And it's something that I want you to honor because it really is the most important work that you could ever be doing in your life, you. So let me know. If you're watching this on YouTube, put it in the comments. Say hi. Love connecting with all of you there on YouTube. If you're listening to this via any other platform uh, where you're taking podcasts, head over to Instagram, DM me, share this on your Instagram stories, tag Roxy Look and or Blackwell Beauty. Both handles are in the show notes. And if you have not already given my podcast a five-star rating review, I would love for you to do that. It would mean so much to me and my team, be getting some great reviews there. And it really just, it makes us smile. You guys, we we just want this podcast to keep kicking ass for you and, and growing. And it is growing so much, so fast. And you have a lot to do with that. So thank you in advance to all who will take the time. The link for that rating and review is in the show notes. And I will see you on the next one. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode, you guys. If you loved it, please share it on your social. Throw it up on your Instagram stories and tag me. I'm at Black Belt Beauty. I am also at Roxy Look, R-O-X-Y-L-O-O-K. I love connecting with you guys. This is a conversation that I want to just continue growing with you guys. So if you feel inspired to hit me up, do so in that space. I always enjoy hearing from you. If you'd like to support this podcast, you can do so by rating it and reviewing it via iTunes. It's such supportive help, you guys. It really helps the visibility of this podcast. So I appreciate and thank you in advance for doing that. And on that note, you guys, I'm signing off with all my love and always looking forward to catching you on the next.